This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you have an encounter with God as you listen to this message. Father, we thank you that even as we study your word, you minister to all of us. Lord, I make it known to your children that I'm not trusting on my own human intellect, but I'm depending upon you, Spirit of God, to speak for the word with power and with anointing. And Lord, I promise to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor for all that you will do and accomplish through your word this day. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. As you sit down, shake a hand of somebody and tell them, I am the highly favored of the Lord. Praise God. Now, let's read our Bibles from Romans chapter 8, verse 1. I'm talking about the benefit of fasting and prayer. Uh, how is it beneficial unto us? Now, the Bible says here, verse 1, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, for the law of the spirit of life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For God, has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do, by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, and he condemns sin in the flesh, in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Can you see that? It says the righteous requirements of the law might be fulfilled in us, People, all of us, Christian, who do, who do what? Who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. Say this, when I live according to the flesh... I set my mind on the things of the flesh. But when I live according to the Spirit, I set my mind on the things of the Spirit. I choose to live by the Spirit so that my mind can be set on the spiritual things. Hallelujah. Now, what are the benefits of fasting and praying? Now, when you fast, you are suppressing the flesh. And then you are giving the spirit an upper hand. Now, uh, when we live our lives, we get so much... Uh, 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 involved in so many things. Uh, and you, you realize that your mind is distracted, your mind is focused on so many things. And because of that, you, f 
find yourself not being able to focus on the spiritual things. And because you're just clouded with so, so many physical things. Uh, to give you an example, the Bible talks about uh, people that are married and people that are not married. And then says that those that are married are caught up with in so many things. You know, but those that are single have an opportunity to focus on God because they don't have other distractions. You see, your, your spouse would want your attention. Your children would want your attention. Yeah, but when you are singer, you know that you can do what God wants you to do. You know, if God says, I want you to go to... Uh, to go to... Uh, I want you to go to Argentina. Uh, when you're singing, you can just pick up your bag and leave. Yeah, but when you're married, you have to consult and wait for your spouse to catch it. You know, you try to speak and, you know, that into him or her, and you discuss, and then she or he comes up with uh, some concerns, more discussions, you know, what about children? So there's a lot of things, you know, by the time you say, Yes, God has changed his mind. No, I mean, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, it's quite some time. Are you with me? And so, uh, now, when we live our lives, you realize that we are, most of the time, we are caught up in so many things. And because we are caught up in so many things, realize that also the decisions that we take, we take them based on uh, the rationale. Uh, instead of hearing God telling you and obeying your spirit. Are you with me? Uh, you realize that your mind is clouded with so many things. Yeah. And uh, you know, when I I, I, I always enjoy uh, in the morning when I wake up, my mind is still quiet. That's when I receive a lot of direction. You know, it's not that God has not been speaking. It's just that my mind has been clouded with so many things. You know, so when I wake up, I realize you know, my mind is able to grasp you know, what the Holy Spirit has been saying. You know, so it's more like it's coming up more, you know, more clear in my, in my life. You know, and so uh, that's why, or maybe you wake up in the middle of the night, you know, your mind is still quiet and you're able to get the weight from the Lord. You know, God says something and you know that this is God can write it down or remember it. And uh, so, so you realize that when you are uh, not busy with so many things, you, you are you're able to hear God, uh, you know, God clearly. 
And so that's why really uh, when you wake up, please, WhatsApp should not be the first thing that you go to. Are you hearing me? You know, actually, uh, all of our phones, I think they have that, whereby you can silence uh, the messages that come through. Yeah, the message will come, but you won't hear it. So, uh, when you wake up, that's the time to to be concentrating on God. Uh, before you get the WhatsApp or you know all the notification on this, on that, you know, hear God first. Are you hearing me? I'm helping you in your life because now. Uh, media is bombarding us with so many things. You f find out when you wake up already, you you are involved in so many things. You know, in in so many things. Yeah. And uh, you know, my phone. I've set it up that uh, also in ringing, <coughs> there are certain numbers that that will come through. The rest won't come through. And then, actually, when you call, when you call between certain times of the night, uh, the phone won't come through. You know, but it's certain uh, numbers that will come through. And so, uh, why? Because uh, I need that attention, you know, focusing on God and, and so forth. So, you can, you can uh, set out, uh, you know, such things. Of course, uh, you know, now somebody said, oh, as a pastor, can you do that? <laughs> yes, you can. You know, uh, yes, you can. And then by the time you're ready to, to respond, you, you'll just see a missed call. And then normally I would respond to those missed calls. You know, uh, when I am at my time, not at their time. And there's never been an emergency that, you know, at that time, uh, you know, something like that uh, happened. You understand? And so I am still available, but uh, seeking God and, you know, being unto God, it's a priority for me. You know, it's a priority. Yeah. Because... Let me tell you, there are things that the devil can send your way when you are to be focusing on God. They are just distractions. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so, you know, you'll be, you, 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 you know, I, 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 sh I make sure that I, I take care of that. So what I'm simply saying is that in the mornings, that's where, when I wake up, uh, that's where I, I find that I get inspiration. Yeah. Maybe a thought would come on a series of messages that I need to teach on. You know, it would come that time. And then I would grasp it. This is what God wants me to do. I mean, I, I always take decisions on so many things. Uh, you, you wouldn't even imagine the things that I have to really take decisions on. And so I, I, I make it a priority that I take godly decisions. 
you know, I don't just take decisions, but I, I take decisions that I am at peace with. Are you with me? And so uh, God is always speaking. God is always talking to us. The issue is, are we listening? Are we in a li uh, 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 our minds quietened to hear and receive from the Spirit of God? Uh, so, but what I'm, I'm trying to say, you know, social media can be distract, destructive. Uh, like all the notifications, the Facebook or, uh, or you know, about Twitter and everything, I only get them when I go there. I have blocked them that they should send me notification. I have switched off notification. So even when you do, I would respond after five days because that's the time I am free to go in there. I'm not always on Facebook. I'm not always on, uh, you know, because there are other things that I'm busy with. Do you understand? And so if you're not careful, definitely social media can be addictive. It can be destructive. It's good, but it can be destructive. So you need to know how to manage it. Amen? Amen. You know, and, and also when I'm there, I go to, you know, size, maybe I go to GTCFC, I go to, you know, the size that, uh, that I want to go to. Are you with me? Yeah. And so uh, that's what happened. And I know that I was sending a birthday message on all, all my contacts every day. And then now as you get more friends, it's more. I, today is so many, it's 10 birthday. Now you have to send a it was taking my time. Yeah. So I stopped, I stopped that. Actually, I should just send one message to all my friends. <laughs> Happy birthday on your birthday. <laughs> Happy anniversary on your anniversary. Yeah. And the Lord bless you. Just know that I remembered you. <laughs> Are you with me? Yeah, but when you have time, yeah, you can just you know, see what's, you know, what's happening, but it should never be addictive. Now, when we are in time of prayer, uh, so, so what happens is you find yourself clouded in so many things. Now, when you fast, you know what fasting does? It makes you to lose interest on, on things of the flesh. And then it makes your, now your spirit to be focused on God, you know, not on the things of the flesh. You know, so it helps you in that. Uh, it helps you, it makes you uh, focus on the spiritual things. So you are suppressing the flesh and you are allowing the spirit to come up. You know, you are becoming more sensitive to spiritual things when you fast. You know, for those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. So when you fast, you're forcing yourself to live according to the, 
you're setting your mind on the things, your mind on the things of the spirit. Yeah. That's what happens when you, uh, uh, when you fast. You know, realize that you're focusing on spiritual things, things that will help you spiritually. Amen. And so, uh, so we, 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 we don't have rules on this and that. This is what you need to do when you're fasting. This is what you need to do, we, you should not do when you're fasting. There are no rules. Uh, but what we're saying is that focus on spiritual things. Yeah, focus on spiritual things during fasting and pray. Yeah. And so uh, you realize that you are gaining more spiritually by focusing on spiritual things. Even when you go to on social medias, you focus on spiritual things. Yeah, you, 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 you just forsake that. Are you with me? You, know, you focus on, uh, you know, maybe somebody posting a scripture and you meditate on that. It builds you up. You know, sending you a message on WhatsApp, it helps you. It builds you up. And so, uh, you know, you don't focus on, on uh, things that will take you out of the spirit. Because your fasting will be like dieting. You won't benefit anything if your mind is still focused on the, the natural things, the you know, social things, what is happening. You want to know mang udirangkai. You know, it's like you are, you, you are afraid to miss out. Yeah, people today, they are living a life whereby they are afraid to miss out. If I don't check Facebook, I'm going to miss out. I mean, you won't miss out. If I don't go on Instagram, I will miss out. I get say, you know, somebody might wear a beautiful dress and then I, must, I might miss out that picture I posted it. You know, or a handsome man, my, I might miss. People are, are just afraid to miss out. And, and that is a sickness uh, that is there now. People are afraid to miss out. Yeah, you miss out on nothing. Yeah, really. Yeah. So during this week of fasting and praying, focus on God. Let me tell you, God knows what is best for you. Yeah. And what God had planned for you, you won't miss out. Really. Yeah, you won't miss out. Yeah. So focus on uh, the things that will build you up, the things that will establish you, the things that will help you to, uh, to be more sensitive to the Spirit of God. So, uh, when you are fasting and praying, you are becoming more sensitive to hearing God. Yeah. So, you're helping yourself. You're tuning your spiritual ears to hear uh, spiritual things. You know, you're tuning your spiritual eyes to see 
spiritual things. That's what happens. And another thing that fasting does, as I said, that it suppresses the flesh. So what fasting does, it breaks pride. That if you have a problem with pride, you know, when you fast, you realize that you begin to identify or marry. I don't have to be proud. It does not pay. It does not pay to show off this. You know, it does not pay to do that. And it helps you to humble yourself. So that is why people talk about, when they talk about uh, fasting, they're talking about a time of humbling yourself before God. Yeah. Because it breaks away, it breaks off pride, you know, of your life. You, you find yourself that you are considerate. You find yourself that you are understanding. You are accommodative. You, know, you find yourself to, you know, to understand the other side of a person. And instead of judgmental, you realize that you, know, you understand people. You want to understand people more you know, when you are into fasting. Amen? You know, and so that's what, that's what one thing that helps us, fasting helps us with, you know, that it helps us to walk in humility because you're breaking the flesh. You know, uh, when I eat and I enjoy all good things, I'm feeding the flesh. You know, but when you fast, you're breaking the flesh. You know, and when you read the word, you're building up your spirit. When you pray, you're building up your spirit. And so your spirit takes an upper hand, and the flesh now takes the lower end. Are you with me? Yeah. And so you, 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 you realize that uh, pride just comes off from you. And you know, uh, pride is like a bad smell. You know a bad smell? that it's everybody around you who knows that you have a bad breath except yourself. So pride is like that. When you don't know that you have pride, but people around you, they can see that that person is proud. And so, but now, when, when you fast, God is able to bring it forth to your attention that, you know, you're actually working in pride. The reason why uh, you didn't want to greet that person, it's pride. It's pride. That's what, that's what it is. The reason why you didn't want to discuss that issue with that person, that person who clearly about to discuss about, you said, I will not. It's pride. It's because you are proud. So when you're fasting, God is able to bring it forth. You know, and you realize that, you know what, I'm actually working in pride. Hey, what a good reason to fast. It is. Yes. You know, what a, it's a, it is. You know, to break, to, you know, when you fast, you're allowing God to show you, show you where you are, where you're proud. 
you know, to show you're able to see uh, that, uh, you know, here I am proud. Let me tell you, fasting is not about changing God. It's about changing you. God is, when you fast, people will think that when they fast, they are twisting the hand of God. You will see me that I'm fasting. Now it's three days. I haven't eaten anything. God, you've got to answer me. Now only to find that that's not the case. Fasting is about changing you. And, and now you realize so God wants to release that blessing, but you realize that it's going to damage you because of your pride. It's going to just destroy you. So when you fast, you deal with your pride, and when you're humble, God says that now you're ready. Let me release that blessing. So it's not that you have twisted the hand of God. It's that when you are ready, God has dealt with you. And you realize that I need to change. So when you fast, uh, you, one of the reasons is you, it helps you. Fasting helps you to, to humble yourself, to walk in humility. Yeah. People that do not talk to other people, that they don't cooperate with other people, they are, you know, fighting with people and, yeah. The bottom line is pride. It's pride. That's what it is. Yeah. But when, when you walk in humility, you know, you will see the other person's point of view. When you walk in humility. And how much do we need humility in our life? We really need humility. Amen? Yeah. Now, another reason uh, why... Or oh, why we fast? What fasting will do? It will break any bondage or habit, a bad habit in your life. Fasting will help you to break that habit. I was encouraging brethren this morning, you know, maybe if you find yourself you're having, you're hooked up in a bad habit, you know, that during this fasting and pray, you know, that you are you're allowing the Spirit of God to break the uh, bondage. You know, Isaiah 58 talks about uh, that God says that, is this not the, the fasting that I have chosen? You know, and one of the reasons is that to break the bonds, you know, of, uh, uh, you know, of slavery, people that are bound to release them, that you would release them. Now, obviously, the context is that when you're fasting, you need to do good works, you know, help people. But also spiritually, the implication is there that when you fast, it breaks bondages. You know, fasting breaks uh, bondages. It breaks uh, issues. Look here. If fasting was not necessary, uh, Jesus wouldn't have fasted. Jesus is the son of God. He fasted 40 days and 49. He went without food in the wilderness. We were there. We saw it's just dry, you know, a desert place. And you know, so he was there without food, going about without food. And so he wouldn't have fasted 
if fasting was not necessary. And also he taught in Matthew chapter is it six that, uh, that when you pray, you know, when you give, and he says also when you fast, let not your fasting be like uh, the Pharisees who, who present themselves and you disfigure your face. Uh, he says, no, just wash, put ointment on, be normal, comb your hair, you know, put a lipstick or something. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, be, be, be a normal person. Yeah. So when you're fasting now, you are dry for you. You have climbed the mountain. You're, you're fasting. You are dry. The lips are cracking. You know, you're, uh, you're the way also so once you frown, you know, it's wrinkles everywhere. Yeah. It's like the skin will crack anytime. And we ask what is happening. Oh, I am fasting. That is not the attitude that we should maintain in our fasting. We must be Okay, amen. And then you know, you know. Uh, okay, let me finish this point first. So Jesus wouldn't have fasted. The apostles wouldn't have fasted. Yeah. And uh, they, I mean, if it was not necessary, they wouldn't have fasted. And then throughout history, we see men and women of God that God used. They, they, it was their habit to fast. John Wesley was fasting. I think it was every Wednesday he would fast. Mightily used by God. Yeah. And so fasting helps you to focus on God. Yeah, that you are, you are there in fasting. Now, another thing why we fast, or the observation that you can make is that when you fast, you find yourself no longer being talkative. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, you talk less, especially when you know, like now we're having prolonged. Maybe tomorrow you, you won't see any different. But starting from Tuesday, as you have been continuing, you realize that, you know, yeah, you no longer talk too much. Because you just want to talk sensible things. Yeah. You no longer want to talk about, you know, Kaiser Sipsi, yeah, yeah, those things no, uh, they don't they don't matter anymore. Whatever ibetile or ibetile you know, it's it's an a non-issue. You're no longer drawn towards that, you know, such things. Yeah. Because now you're focusing on God. You see, uh, the first day you realize that you you might be battling stomach cramps, battling. Yeah, depending on yeah, the headache, depending on uh, how strong your uh, your body is, yeah, so you battle that, and then the second day you have less of that. 
Somebody will say, oh, pastor. Malaka gutware. My stomach is saying. Yeah. And then you say, I, 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 I have a headache. You know. Now, what's happening in the body is just detoxifying itself, getting rid of the toxins that has been there in the body all this time. That's what happened. And so that is why on the third or so day, you realize that those symptoms are gone. I always uh, uh, you know, picture fasting as you know, an aeroplane that is taking off, that on a runway, when it takes off, there's a lot of energy, a lot of power that is needed, you know, fuel that is needed, and it takes off. So that's why on takeoff and then landing, you buckle up. You don't stand up. You know, the plane must also be stable. The weight must correctly be distributed. Do you understand? And so it takes off, and then uh, when it has reached the altitude, the cruising altitude, it just cruises. So it's less energy, and now you can unbuckle, go to the toilet, you know, they serve you food, drink, you're cruising, it's nice. So I take fasting, it's like that. The first First, you know, first and second day, you know, depending on your body, uh, you realize that there are a lot of those symptoms. Yeah. But on the third day, you have settled. Yeah. And if you have people that are taking uh, fasting longer, maybe they're just drinking water. Uh, uh, I, 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 in my life, I did longer fastings. I realize that if you can fast three days, you can fast 21 days. There's no difference. Because by the third day, you have settled. It's like the body has adjusted. It has settled. So you can go many days and it won't be a problem. Because the symptoms won't be there. Uh, the headache won't be there you have adjusted. Yeah. And so if you can fast three days, continuous three days, you can fast any days. You can fast seven days, you can fast 21 days. Now medically it's proven that obviously, uh, say that if you fast without water, you should not go over three days. Because now after three days, the kidneys start to collapse. You affect your body. Yeah. So. If you're going for, uh, you know, such days, drink water and drink a lot of it. Uh, yeah, I'm not talking about first uh, breaking every morning or uh, every, I'm not, I'm just taking continuous uh, fast. But now, if you are drinking water, you can go 30 something days, even 40 days. If you are drinking water, you're just drinking water. Medically, that's how. Haven't you read or heard people that are on hunger strike? They say they are on 30-something days, hunger strike. 
they don't die because they're just drinking water. And that's what fasting does and can do. So when you're fasting longer, as long as you're drinking water, you're drinking a lot of water, you can uh, go a long time. So you won't die. Few hours, you won't die. I'm telling you, you won't die. Hallelujah. And so uh, what happens is that when you now go into you know, the first, the second day and the third day, you realize that you know, you're no longer talking, talking much. Yeah. You're no longer talking much. And you're no longer interested in a lot of other things. You just do what, uh, what is important. You are becoming more focused in what you are doing. Yeah. And uh, so that's one thing that fasting helps us with, yeah, that it helps us to step in into that. Now, as I say that if you're taking maybe a chronic medication or whatever medication, uh, and then it needs you to eat, even when you eat, don't, don't eat normal. Just eat enough just to take medication. Hallelujah. And so, uh, so it helps us, it helps us uh, do that. And so, so you, you realize that spiritually you're climbing up high when you're fasting. Spiritually you're climbing up high. So now the critical thing is that during that time of prayer, Feed your spirit with the word of God. And also come to the prayer meeting. You pray. Realize that your faith will rise up. You know, and when your faith is strong and you are in faith, uh, you're able to tackle any situation. Now, just like in prayer, when you're in prayer, you, when you start maybe uh, uh, to pray, you realize that you're praying by faith. The anointing is not necessary there. It's just by faith. Are you with me? You know, in the beginning. And so you, you push in by faith, you push in by faith, you push in by faith there will come a point, you now reaches, you reach a point whereby you hit the anointing, anointing of prayer. And when you hit the anointing of prayer, oh, you fly. You take off. You know, now you fly because you're no longer praying by faith. It's now by the anointing. It's like the Holy Spirit is carrying you through. You know, and so, uh, when we fast, fasting helps us to reach that level sooner, quicker, more often. Uh, you, you will see the prayers that we'll be having here are not normal prayers. <laughs> you know, in, yeah, supernatural prayers. You know, we might be starting in, uh, in faith, you know, believing God, praying for this, 
But I'm telling you, it's like there is a switch at one point that happens where the anointing just comes. The anointing comes and fall upon the meeting. And now that takes us. That's where miracles happen. Let me tell you, breakthroughs, miracles, they happen you know, when you have reached that level or uh, where the anointing, where the grace of God is taking over. Because God knows what we need. You know, and so we're praying the perfect will of God. Uh, and so you're flowing in the anointing. You're flowing in the anointing. And that's where miracles happen, breakthroughs happen, you know, things, God uh, happens. I mean, when we had our crossover service here, I mean, in the beginning, we were praying by faith, you know, speaking, declaring by faith. But we reached a point. We reached a point. If you go to that uh, video and you watch, we reached a point whereby now the anointing took over. It was a different story. And that's why, if you remember, I even said that, hey, it looks like we're going to pray until daybreak here. Yeah, because the anointing had taken over. Yeah, and now, so that's what I am I'm talking about. Yeah. And so now, when you're fasting, you're helping yourself to step in into that level sooner, quicker, more frequent, you know, that you're always hitting that level whereby the anointing is just taking care, taking and then when you reach that anointing, I mean, that level, God just works by his spirit. Now, that is why when we are in a prayer meeting, I always, you know, challenge people to try to stay focused. Stay focused in what you're praying. You, you, you realize that you're stepping into the anointing much quicker. But if Uleya Leya, you know, you're looking everywhere. Look at that hairstyle. Look at that shirt. What is he wearing? You're praying, Shabara, Shabara, Kura, Mara. You know, but you're looking. You know, look at that hairstyle, Shabara. You know, you're looking. Tell you that you'll never step into that, uh, that level. Yeah. Yeah. And, but when you are focused on what you pray, you pray, you, you, you know the anointing when it comes, it just, it just comes. This morning, uh, I, I was driving to Bilabila, you know, as you know that I'm praying right through the, the you know, the way. I'm telling you that I was, I, I, I think I had just come out of Polokwane, whereby the anointing just took over in my prayer, you know, and I knew here, God is just taking over my prayer life, you know, as I was driving, you know, and that God is just taking over. And, you know, because it, I was just flowing in prayer. You know, the anointing was there. So that's the level that I'm talking about, that your prayer life, you step into that level, you will see uh, 
so much that you will accomplish. Uh, really, you will see so much that uh, God actually will accomplish. Uh, and so that's my desire that even as we go into a time of prayer and fasting, that let us stay focused, let us stay in the spirit, you know, uh, as the Bible says, those who live according to the spirit, we set our minds on the things of the spirit. Let us set our minds on the things of the spirit. Yeah. And the prayer, the fasting, the whole week will be fruitful to you. Amen. Will be fruitful to you. I'm telling you. Uh, at the end of the week, you'll be saying, thank God that I had a fruitful time. We don't want to diet this week, you know, just to miss uh, food. And But what did you gain spiritually? Nothing. We don't want that. You know, we want that next, when come next Sunday, our lives are changed. Our lives are different. That's what we want. You know, God has moved in our personal life, has moved in our families. God has moved in the church also. In our campuses, different campuses, God has moved. We we saying we are seeing things. You know, our eyes are even much much more clearer. You know, Vision 2020, it's it's a reality in our lives. You know, that's what we want. Hallelujah. Can we say this together, Father God? I thank you. That even as I will be fasting and praying and seeking your face, you will minister by your spirit in my life. Thank you, God, that you will direct me. I'm going to have a fruitful time in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time, even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzi. Also, visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com. God richly bless you.